0: This is the Draft Prospect Review Podcast on Patriots.com Radio.
1: Welcome to the NFL Draft. The Draft Prospect Review Podcast is your source for all the latest news and information on the NFL Draft. The New England Patriots like. Now, the writers of Patriots.com.
0: We're back here at Gillette Stadium for our final draft podcast preview. We're going to wrap everything up today, uh, give you a little bit of an overview um, on Wednesday as we head into... Uh, Thursday night, the the uh, start of the draft for the 2022 NFL season. And uh, the first round will take place Thursday night. But before then, um, a lot to talk about with the Patriots in particular. We're going to focus on some of those things right now. We'll start off just, you know, we, we've broken down all the positions. Uh, we've given you some of the guys that we like at the top of those positions, some guys that we think the Patriots might be interested in, and some guys maybe that would be candidates to go – uh, later on, day two, day three in the draft. But I want to get in, as, as normal, I'm joined by Matisse Bauman and Mike Dussault. I want to get your opinions. Matisse, uh, I'll start with you. Just give me your positions of need uh, in order, what you think should be the top of the priority list for
1: the Patriots. Well, it's funny because every single position we did, I feel like there was always a prospect. of like, oh, he's a good fit. Like we, the re- we really need somebody there. But I think it's really cornerback, edge, and receiver. You know, those are the three. Yeah, and I'd be fine with any of those being picked in the top one, two rounds. Yeah, I mean, I think you can make an argument for tackle. You know, I mean, uh, certainly wide receiver, certainly cornerback. When you see who departed, they were lacking depth there last year. Surprised they never drafted anybody last season. Felt like this was coming. Sean Wade, they did bring in later in the process. Who knows? Uh, you know what kind of potential he has. But I agree. I think edge, edge, and cornerback, defense. Um, you know, I think a lot of attention has been played to the linebacker position and. Mm-hmm. You know, they've got a lot of guys there. I think that's that's the thing of you know, we talk about Devin Lloyd, N'Kobe Dean, guys that will be available toward the end of that first round. Um, but how do they feel about the guys that you know, Raquan McMillan last year was you know, they liked him early in camp. He tore his ACL, they re signed him, but you know, he's coming off an ACL injury. Uh, Cameron magrone drafted him last year. He didn't play. Um because of his ACL two years ago. So he's, a, you know, essentially a rookie this year. Brought in Mack Wilson, brought back Jawan Bentley, Harvey Longi, Javadi Tavai, Therese Hall. He was missing all last year. So a lot of questions, a lot of guys, but a lot of questions there on the inside. How do they truly feel? Do they want to give those guys a chance? Do they want to give the other linebackers on the edge, like Uche, Jennings, Perkins, do those guys get a chance uh, to line up alongside Matthew Judon? So I think, for me, defense. I want to come out of this draft feeling like Hey we got a couple guys that can come in and play immediately make an impact maybe have a, a you know some kind of physical presence to them that you know reestablishes this Patriots defense and gives them a new foundation as, the, as they move forward to complement Matt Jones in the offense
0: yeah I mean I think that that corner would be my my one spot that I would say above all the others but I, yeah. I totally agree with you guys in the way you talked I know Mike uh, you know gravitates toward the edge. And and Tees, you're you're not wrong when you talk about the linebackers and the receivers, and, and and we can't leave out the offensive line either. Now, I think a lot will depend f- at 21 as to how it, it, it's so unpredictable. It's I know it's always unpredictable, but it seems this year there's less certainty, even with the very first pick. You know now you know it's it's Walker, and it had been Hutchinson. You know before you know the whole process started, it was Thibodeau. So who knows, you know who's going to end up going at at the top of the draft, and who knows if any quarterbacks end up throwing a monkey wrench into those plans. So I think the, the challenge for Bill Belichick is to sort of uh, adapt to the way the board unfolds and then figure it out. Because I, I, I think it's easy to say, like Mike said, well, you got to go defense. you got to fix this defense. But I think the defense I, – I think there's a couple of defenses in the league that can go out and stop and be really competitive with any offense. I, I think they need to f- – To improve the offense to get it to a point where they can beat these teams, say, you know, 34, 28, um, which is a game that they couldn't win last year. I think they were, uh, you know, 0 for the season in games allowing 25 or more points. So that that needs to change. You can't uh, just rely on your defense holding you, you know, under 20 and, you know, finding a way to win. So I understand Mike's point about defense. I would tend to agree that I think that the bigger needs, they're on defense, but it's going to depend on how the board unfolds, too. I think the big part
1: of that is, is offensive line. And, you know, two guys that, that stick out uh, Bernard Raymond and Trevor Penning, you know, two of the top tackles. They don't, you know, always seem to be going by 21. And I think the needed tackle, just given Isaiah Wynn's injury history, Trent Brown's injury history, behind them, Justin Haran, I don't know. I mean, maybe he's, a, maybe he's a swing backup. I'm not sure if he's destined to be a starting left tackle or right tackle in the league so i think there could certainly be an argument if one of those guys is there i think overall that might to me make the most sense to secure the tackle position uh i know everyone is probably a little bit afraid of of (laughs) guard and and the interior but i mean let's face it they've lost both of their starters from last year you really like michael and when you coming back in and there's certainly four or five uh guards zion johnson uh, being one of them that that's commonly mocked to them, so I, I I really don't think that that's as big of a need to go immediately. But you know, to Paul's point, I think reinforcing a very important position. You know, one of those tackles goes down right now. W- what are you kind of doing? I go back to Nate Solder bringing him in. You know, knowing that Matt Light was coming toward the end, you had kind of a succession plan in place. And look what happened. You know, he gets thrust right into the fire playing. Uh, you know, across from him when, when Sebastian Vollmer went down. So like to see a little bit more forethought in terms of those positions, and, and I think tackle is, is a vital one. And I think that's a pick where, although it's an offensive lineman, if you took one in the first round, you could say it's a necessary pick, and, and I think it could it could help them, and it might be somebody that they need sooner than later. Yeah,
0: I agree with the need at offensive line, and, and they could certainly go in that direction. And I think it would be a smart pick. I wouldn't necessarily be a sexy one or one yeah. that I'm happy with because I think they have so many other needs. But, Tisa, I'm going to tee you up right now. I know you like to uh, get um, – you're enamored with the flashy toys. So <laughs> I'm going to ask you, wide receivers, um, let's say the Patriots are at 21 and all of a sudden you get to 12, 13, 14, 15, you know, somewhere where the Patriots could realistically get up to. Is there a guy at wide receiver that you think is worth moving up for?
1: I would say Williams if he was healthy. But honestly, I think one of the Ohio State guys, like if Olave slips and, you know, he's in the early teens, I think he might be worth it. Maybe Traylon Burks, too. Um, You know, just somebody, if you're getting a receiver that early. My thing is, if you get a first-round player, they need to be a day-one starter. So, you know, Olave or Traylon Burks. Yeah, and how do those guys fit in now? you got Devontae Parker coming in. So you you do have a little bit of, um, you know, veteran depth up above. And and there's no question that they need to, you know, find elite talent at that position and and really give Mac Jones – you know, just somebody who can, you know, stretch the field horizontally, vertically, whatever it is. Watson but I, I think you know, there, there's a lot of guys, and you know, we talked about runs. I think that's a, a great question with the receivers. You know, does all of a sudden somebody takes Wilson and here we go? Now it's Williams and Alave and uh, you know, and, and and Burks. I think is a, is a fascinating one, uh, a guy that we talked about a lot on the on the podcast we did about the wide receivers. Um, but somebody who can do a bunch of a bunch of different things for them and. Uh, But again, you mentioned Christian Watson. I think he's an outstanding one. I think at bare minimum, I just would love to tap an interior player, you know, not not, uh, someone who can play in the slot, who can get open quick and bring some electricity into the middle. Nothing against, you know, the guys that they have. Uh, I do think, you know, Kendrick Bourne's pretty good after the run. I'd love, you know, a little bit more explosion from Jacoby Myers. But I I think that would be a nice compliment to the group that they have. But I think long term, it's a huge need. I'd love to take two wide receivers in this draft. You know, day two, day three, grab a couple guys, uh, round out the depth, and and try to build with an eye to the future. With it Matt. would
0: be you know right in line to what the Patriots have done recently because the depth at wide receiver has been incredible the last three or four years, and it's not considered to be uh, quite as deep and quite as talented this year. So that's you know it's perfect. You know, <laughs> let's <laughs> take one in the third and one in the fifth. Um, you know, so I, I mean, obviously, I'm being tongue in cheek there. I I do think that they need to find. Some explosiveness for the offense, so they can keep up. As I mentioned earlier, and just overall team speed, um, and that's why I'm sort of intrigued by the linebackers a little bit. You know, the Deans and the you know those kinds of players. I, and I'm not gonna lie, I I look around the league and I see some of these playmakers play and and, and work out for their teams. A little undersized, don't really fit the mold, and I wonder, you know, yeah. what what would the Patriots' defense look like with one of those? Or are they just gonna be content? to stick with Jawan Bentley, yep. you know, uh, in, he embodies in it. He does. And I so, mean, and I
1: like him, but you know, I think that there's I, I, think another he's role.
0: A, I think he's a fine player. I, I don't think that he's the explosive athlete that some of these other guys are. And I mean, I'd yeah. like to see what the Patriots defense looks like with a, you know, with, with, with a three
1: down playmaker who's kind of in the mix on everything, whether it's a pass or, or a run, it's uh, it, it's certainly worth debating. You know, what is, what is Raquan McMillan got? What does Mac Wilson got? What are those players? What do they look like here? Um, I think those are great questions. There's a lot of unproven guys. You've had a lot of departures of veterans. Van Noy, Hightower, J.C. Jackson, uh, Jamie Collins, guys who played a lot of snaps over a lot of time. Uh, I think you're seeing a, a reset of sorts here. I'd be curious how they complement that you know, with the, with the draft. So before we wrap this up, Thies, uh let's say the
0: Patriots, they sit tight at 21, and I'm going to let you look at your crystal ball.
1: What What would you think that the Patriots might do? I think they're taking the Kobe or Devin Lloyd. I think it's a safe pick. You know, he's going to be a leader here for a long time, can play three downs. I think it's a safe pick. You don't need to move up. He's right there. Yeah. It's Deuce. Hard, hard to argue with, with, with those two guys, and, and I go back and forth between the two of them of, of, of how well they fit in here. Um, but just to, to switch it up, I'm going to go with the tackles. I'm going to say one of those guys, Raymond or Penning Falls, um, I think that th- that's a, a spot where you can get a player who will make an impact for a long time and, and – you know, maybe those are the guys you're not going to get if you trade down a little bit. So I think a 21, maybe maybe an offensive tackle.
0: Yeah, and I'm going to go corner. Um, you know, I, I think McDuffie probably won't be uh, still there, so maybe I'll go Andrew Booth. But um, I think there's a chance. And, again, it's it all always changes based on the way, uh, you know, the board unfolds in front of them. You can't just say, well, they're going to take a corner, and then all of a sudden, you know, Booth, McDuffie, Sauce, Stingley, they're all gone. You know, it, I'm not just going to take, like, the seventh corner, just because. Yeah. Well, it says here I'm going to take a corner. I got to adjust at, at that point. But I think uh, I think someone will someone will slip and they'll be able to get a, a pretty good player. I, you know, I, I, I'm not convinced that McDuffie will be gone. I think there's a chance that, that he could fit. I, I actually like his teammate too, but not yeah. in the first round. Kyler, Kyler Gordon. Gordon. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe uh, on day two. But corner is a position I think they have to come out with some corner. That, I would be very surprised if they do not
1: take. A cornerback in this draft. I mean, I was surprised last year that they didn't. And you, you know, too. T- to be honest, you know, we all have our reactions. But there's, we, I mean, all the all the positions we're talking about are valid. And as much as we don't want a guard, if they took a guard at some point uh, in the first day or two, it's you get why uh, we'd all certainly prefer somebody who's going to you know make an impact on the defense or make an impact on the offense in terms of playmaking. But there's a lot of needs, so it's 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 not going to be hard to kind of read the tea leaves of why they took a lot of different players at a lot of different positions.
0: All right, we'll have a lot more for you, obviously, as the weekend unfolds. We'll be with you Thursday night uh, live for the draft. Uh, the entirety of the first round will start at 730, but we'll be with you throughout the first round. So uh, that's probably going to go 730 to around, I don't know, 1130, midnight or so. Uh, you know, we'll have uh, the same thing for day two. We'll be with you. I think we're starting at seven, going from seven to ten on day two. And on Saturday, uh, for ju- for those real diehards out there <laughs> that uh, you know somehow don't want to go outside and golf and do something <laughs> with your life, you know, you know, if you ever talk to a girl, do <laughs> do something. So, get out of your basement. I, I, I uh, but m- we'll be apps. with you from two to four on Saturdays. I know uh, Morell would rather be, you know, in, in his basement watching like a Star Trek convention or something, but. <laughs> you know, he'll be with us instead. So we will have you covered for the draft. We will have all Fred's live reactions, which are worth the, the price of admission alone right there. So you'll get to hear what he what he really thinks of the first round pick on, on Thursday. And then you'll get to hear what he thinks about him on Friday after he talks himself into a great pick. So you have that to look forward to over the weekend. Thanks for all the help on the draft podcast, Tease. Thank you for having me. It was having nice me. having you. We'll incorporate you more uh, as you – somehow say that you want to do more i don't know why you do that you don't get paid more but uh, whatever the case may be we'll be with you all weekend thanks for listening thank you for downloading this podcast subscribe on apple google play and everywhere else you listen like the show please rate and review us listener comments and ratings help keep us high in the podcast rankings so new listeners can find us be sure to check patriots.com for more news
1: and more podcasts